0: As, as the poster boy of Carbon,
1: Ackerman's claim to fame is-
0: I'm the poster boy for Carbon. When Carbon needs to close a deal with a bigger firm, they call me in to sell it. And what do I tell them when these firms talk with me? I'm like, we couldn't live without Carbon. It saves us so much time.
1: Because Carbon is the collaborative practice management platform for accounting firms. It brings your team systems and data together in one place significantly improving visibility efficiency connectivity no matter where your people are located see the thing about this is i have the power to really talk about the ad because i love the product they're the backbone of our firm if you look at carbon's logo they're the heart like of the house the, not the heart no practice ignition is the heart carbon is the skeleton of our firm. If you look at their logo, it's black with white on top. What's time. the dick? It looks like a skeleton. Scal- What's the dick? You are the dick of, <laughs> <laughs> of the firm. <laughs> Carbon is the, is the backbone. We, uh, you know, it, it's like, I don't know. It, Did this you should talk to my operation. I don't know, like this is an explicit ad, but honestly, Carbon fits that though. They have their, their logo looks like explicit content, you know, parental advisory. Like when you look at that black and white and you see that black and white color scheme, you think Carbon. That's, I, I mean, do I love branding? Their branding's the best branding. And then if they throw in a little bit of pink, like, pop in there, that would be, that would take it over the edge. Like, Carbon is, um,
0: killer listen, Carbon. I'm the yeah, poster Call family. me the closer at Carbon.
1: The closer. I close oh, deals The closer carbon. at Carbon now, do I get any K. money for that? Closer no. with a K. But
0: when I go to San Francisco, they take me out to dinner. So, in a way, I'm getting paid. Always be closing.
1: Getting paid, baby. And we got paid to read this getting paid by carbon yeah h
0: carbon hq
1: hq.com H-Q thank you everybody that's beautiful
2: i uh, cool. melissa mccarg that bitch she you know how much money she's made on my ideas i <laughs> i had already i came up with the boss i came up with when she took her kid back to college i i had all so here's what mark my words stepsisters, that bitch is going to make money. Cause stepbrothers was so funny. I love to solve a problem. Like, I feel like I'm a, an accounting cop. Like I'm doing, <laughs> instead of blood spatter, I'm dealing with number splatter.
0: This. Uh, this is a Melissa McCarthy movie, right? Hello and welcome. We
1: are all the sons and daughters of CPAs. Join us as we question the current state of the accounting and tax industry with the next generation of professionals leading this space. We are all the change agents in an industry fraught with money and inertia. Let's begin the Sons of CPAs with your hosts today. We got Jason Ackerman back from the hospital, and Scott.
0: Soprano. <laughs> Sounds like it came from the mental hospital, which is kind of true. So we'll take it. I have
1: been in a mental hospital, but we will <laughs> save that for another day.
0: <laughs> that, that's awesome. That's, that's like one of those uh, cliffhangers for next episode.
1: Maybe. Maybe on mood. next episode. Depends on my mood. That's cool. So Ackerman, I'm gonna,
2: congratulations. Is that your last name? Yes. I love that because that's what people call me Brolin for the most part. So I love it.
1: It's your team, stuff. Brolin. You have a whole team around a you. Whole team. Yeah, that is yeah so you've dope.
0: got like jerseys if we had a softball team with my team we would lose by so much like it would actually be demoralizing it would be the opposite of team building it would be like team destroying we do have two girls who actually played softball so they would be good But last time okay. we did like a physical team outing this lady legitimately broke her ankle so
2: oh, okay. we, we're doing
0: top golf yeah. in two weeks so we'll see what happens oh well dies. she
2: probably shouldn't be invited
0: yeah exactly we're gonna let her like hang out in the back with the food
2: yeah, not let her go to the, the front with man. the
0: golf clubs. <laughs> well, <laughs>
2: like hit her in the back of
0: the head or something. <laughs> so, so, so what
2: about this? What do we got with this baby?
0: Yeah, just yeah, had a baby. Tell us he's about a,
1: this, please. Check in. Like, he, I haven't yeah, talked he's in, in
0: the he's in the NICU right now. So it's been a okay. kind of a wild ride, but he's doing better. He's actually getting an MRI right now as we speak. But he's breathing on his own, which is big, and he's doing yeah. good. So he should come home in about a week or two. We're hoping or three. cool. What's
2: What's his name? Samuel. Samuel. So we're calling him Sammy. Sammy. Yes, yeah. we're calling him Sammy. Of course Sammy Ackerman.
1: Exactly. This is going to be the it. third generation Ackerman at BNA. Really soon, we had right? a baby
0: shower for him like a month ago, and someone was like, you know, he might be my boss one day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, for oh sure. Oh, my
2: goodness. Well, congratulations. <laughs> this is your first.
0: First baby.
2: Oh, buddy. Life is different. You want that baby to stay in that NICU as long as you can
0: that's well, that's, that's been can. the weird thing that's been the weird thing is like we're getting it's like kind of we don't have a baby like we see him during the day but then we're like check him to the hotel <laughs> <laughs> so yeah our sleep my sleep Yvonnes still has to get up and pump a little bit but like yeah i've been pretty normal and we obviously want him to come home as soon as possible but of there's course. like in the back of your mind a little bit you're like mm. Mm, <laughs> he's getting five thousand
2: yeah, I mean, dollars a day at the
0: NICU it's fine insurance covers it it's good
1: Don, how um, many um, children do you have? you have?
2: I have two girls. They're 13 months apart. The first one I pushed for eight hours and then ended up with a C section because she was just. See, that's uh, the someone... worst.
0: I feel like you're pushing and then they do a C section. That It was nice it having was the C section planned.
1: Um, yeah. 32 yeah. hours for Wana. 32 oh, hours. Yeah, She's that's a tiny uh, person. She's a small uh, person. We've tried to do the natural birth. So we went, we were at a birthing center. And to, for I think on hour twenty three is when we called the hospital. Oh, wow yeah, that that's was, crazy. That
0: well, Don, where are you located?
2: I'm in Connecticut, Wyndham, Connecticut.
0: Okay, I thought I was so. Based on your UConn. accent,
2: <laughs> my accent—I have yeah, an accent. Yeah, I knew
0: you're from the Northeast. You just—you just have that like it's, personality. It, it, of, Connecticut like, doesn't really
1: have an me. accent. Like
0: I—I want to say so New mean. England.
1: <laughs> Does it? New England? Like, is that the accent that you
0: give it? No, it's more of the attitude than the accent. It's the "don't, don't fuck with me" out. attitude, which I love. That's
2: exactly what it is. And it, and yeah, it, Don it, it means that. business,
0: though. Yeah, I
2: like, don't mess around. Like, listen, I will be your best friend, and I will take care of you. I will do whatever it takes to take care of you. You fuck with me once, <laughs> it's it's a, you're dead. You're just dead. Yeah, you're, right. So well, it's a loyalty a,
0: thing, right? Because your clients, so, like they
1: on your board, wait, loyalty shows up twice on behind you. <laughs> Well, that was, I mean, I don't know if that's a subconscious thing, Ackerman, I but I am stepping on you, so keep going. So, no, this is I normal. Like
0: Scott says he's not going to talk, but he's literally going to talk the whole time, so just be prepared for that.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Don's got a them.
1: got a motor mouth, too, though. Don, you talk for a living, don't you?
2: Exactly, like exactly. Yeah. But see, people like it, go to the podcast, they actually listen. We're like, I'm at home. They don't, listen. my family doesn't listen to me for crap. Like they're not afraid of this attitude at all. They just like step on me, not really, but it's all good. Yeah, we're, you know, listen, the New England people do not mess with us. Just don't, it's just simple. You know, we are we are the most loyal people, but you just cross that line one time and it's like, you're out of so, the mess.
1: Here's, I read this recently. The difference between nice and kind, right? People from the West coast are nice. But people mm-hmm. from the East Coast that we're talking about are kind because they don't bullshit you. Like nice yes. is just, oh, this is great. Oh, good job. And you really mean, fuck this, like I'm running away. <laughs> and then somebody else will just tell you how it is. It'll hurt in the moment, but it's kind mm-hmm. because it's helping you grow. Exactly. So I think That's that no bullshit approach is assessed. Yeah. Growers. growers. <laughs> we don't have a lot of crops, but we're growers. Yeah.
2: That's right. <laughs>
0: Do you find that your clients have the same attitude that you have?
2: Um, I don't know. Some of them, not many. You know, a good, a good handful. Which I like the direct approach. Like, just tell me what's up. Like, if I jack something up or missed a deadline that you asked for something, and just like come right at me. Guess the first thing I want to do is make it right. You know, because we're not. Yeah. No one's perfect. So you know, we make mistakes, and then really at the end of the day, it's just getting it right for them. moving on and then the ones like you were saying that are nice the kind people can roll right over them so i always try to be like a little bit more sensitive about that you know and realize like the clients aren't going to be the way i am my staff isn't going to be the way i am right so you know it's so funny we have we have a meeting starting in january we meet every monday at 10 and so today was our first obviously first meeting of the year and it was like, okay, so we're getting ready for ten ninety nines, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, each of you reach out to your client directly, blah, blah, blah. And then if they are not responding to you, then you let Tracy know. And then if they're not responding to her, they bring in the hammer. And <laughs> and it just that's how it works, you know, around here. It's like they know if the client hears from me, they know that they've not done something right.
0: So what do you do if a client continuously like doesn't give you what hold up their end of the bargain?
2: Yeah, we're firing them. I'm not being a babysitter. I already have two kids and a husband. I'm babysitting as much (laughs) as I possibly can in that realm, right? So I don't want to say I'm demanding, but I'll only give you a handful of tries there. You know, it's like, like, I know if a person had a baby, for instance, we had a client who just had a baby. We know that he's kind of distracted. We could deal with that, right? For periods of time, but not through the relationship entirely. You're not allowed to just flake out. And like I, you know, I said to the team today, I'm like, listen, These people are business owners. They got to be big boys and big girls. Otherwise, go get a job. Like if you can't handle running your business and we'll do the best we can to support. Well, they'll get fired from a
1: job. If they don't respond and they don't get the person, the information they need to get, they're going to get fired there too. So you're almost like, you know, the the responsible adult here. We need your information. Give it to us. We just have somebody now, you know, what if somebody paid you up front and they never got you their shit? Are you going to refund them? When they when you finally don't Yeah, this is what I'm this is what I'm dealing with right now. Like my management team, I said, you know what, are we gonna really refund them? He's asking for his money back. He's like, I I you guys haven't done anything and I'm not gonna get it to you. And I'm just like, Oh, I don't know how to handle it. I might just keep two grand of it and give him the rest.
2: Yeah, just so you have a PIA fee. Everyone should have it. You know.
1: That's it. That's you know, they're trying to attach it to some work, but the work was trying to get his shit for a whole year, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah. We had a client too. We had a client that we did a really big job and, and he was five years worth of books that were done by someone else. But then the QBO file got deleted. Never heard of that before. There was just nothing. They had four entities, people being paid in the wrong states, like a, an absolute train wreck. Like I can't believe that these people are in business, but whatever. So we, we like put people on it he sent us 20 boxes. It's an adult. It was an adult toy store, if you know what I mean. And um, so he set like 20 boxes of stuff. We found some pretty amazing things, you know, between pills or pictures of blow up dolls, stuff like that. Really weird. Anyway, we got it all organized. We got him and he's in an IRS criminal audit also. So, you know, we're coming. I got, I'm like, I've got every I dotted, T cross. We've got every work paper for every transaction. Like we went crazy. And it was about $160,000 we did in a year. and it. But we had people just on that. Because this guy, I don't want this guy to go to jail. Well, he called up and he was just the nastiest person. He he would send threatening emails, started sending threatening emails and calls and all this stuff. And I said, you're done. We're, your money is not important to me. But the way you treat me and my staff, that's more important to me. So you know what? You're, you're all done. And that's, that's so true. The money just, it's not always about the money. We have to make money got to pay our people, got to pay for our family, get that. But I'm never going to be treated like that in a way that we were going above and beyond working extra hours, just doing whatever it took to get him in a good place. And we're just done.
1: Well, you know, people are creatures of habit too. Sometimes they say they want to change and they give you all these promises the next year. I'm going to do everything different. And they fall into the same thing. And a lot of these people, you could figure this out early on too, and mm-hmm. save yourself a lot of later headache and just yep. tr- do a better job of filtering them out of your process, you know? No doubt. like it, They won't be bothered to fill out your type form. And in my case, you know, they're not gonna be bothered to fill out anything later. Um, exactly.
2: Which is so. why Scott, it's such a, that's a and a, and a great part of the your processes. And I think that this is where a lot of people miss. Your processes are in place for a reason. Because if I send you a DocuSign form for you to give us initial information and you don't fill it out, exactly what you're saying, Scott, I already know if Tracy's had to call you two or three times, we are done. Like, this isn't going to work. And, and and that's why those processes are in place, partially because we need to gather the information. But part of it is, can they fill out a DocuSign document? Okay, if they can't. They're not doing bookkeeping, I can tell you that right now. They don't have their papers in order. Like, they just don't have their shit together. So why do I want to? party with that person i don't
1: you know <laughs> well you might want to party with them if they're coming to you yeah. with a bunch of sex toys and pills <laughs> yeah. like you could go party with them they're just not going to be a client
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> what, um, uh, you walked
0: into that one what do you think yeah. is your most important process you have at the firm
2: i think for us our well so our ta- in our tax process i send quotes to every client every new client that comes in they get a quote because i charge by the form like i don't I don't, sure. And I don't mess around. Sure. It's like, here you go. This is your price. You don't like it? Sorry. Um, so I love the fact that we send those quotes, which is also the engagement letter. So they're accepting the engagement and that at the same time. And then going from that point pushes an invoice rate right into QBO. So when I'm done with the return, I process it. We also collect payment information up front. We will not touch anyone's work without that. I'm not relying on the client when I send them an invoice for them to go pay for it. No, the deal is when I'm done with your return, I send you an 8879 and a copy of the invoice, and as soon as you initial that sucker, I'm processing payment, and then I'm filing your return after the payment's accepted. That's probably mm. my like my favorite. And you use Cracks submission? Like, I've I'm starting to look at that right now. I use Quotient, which is something.
0: Yeah,
1: I only Overseas heard of it because of product. you on your um yeah, but it's on your um like we can talk yeah. about that too. You have an yeah. entire app stack publicized I do. Um, I and do. that's really fucking cool.
0: Let's start with Dawn. Do our KPIs that we're going to ask everyone now. Yeah. So let's go. All right. go. Well, so first, first, first,
1: first, let's Dawn. Are you the daughter of a CPA?
2: I am not. I'm the granddaughter of an attorney.
1: Okay. Well, a licensed professional. We'll take it. We that's yeah. Sons because and got... daughters of licensed <laughs> professionals is what we'll title this episode. Right. Sons and granddaughters there go. There of licensed there you professionals. Go. <laughs> yeah, so, so to clear everything up, you are a CPA, right? You've written Correct. two books.
2: Yes, oh, you have three we have, jerseys is this our with first your published name author.
1: Don is a legit published author. You have over ten thousand followers on Twitter. I don't know how many yep. others and other platforms, but Don is a her. you know Don has a megaphone. Like she's a speaker, legit before celebrity. She's like I think she's a legit speaker before she check. is a firm owner. But she's also yeah, yeah she's a blue check. That's what she is. Yeah. A blue silhouetted check. I love it. Dawn is verified. This is like the verified designated motivator here.
2: Oh my goodness. This is so, sounds so fancy. I wonder when she's going to get here.
0: This is the <laughs> nicest thing anyone's ever said to we anybody. See her.
1: And Dawn doesn't have a microphone either. So for all the listeners, like bear with us with the sound. It's not going to sound the greatest, but we have the greatest guest. This content's going to be great.
2: Oh, does my microphone okay. suck?
1: No, it sounds fine. It's just. No, you're you're I, great. You're great. So Mike McAllowitz said this to you on your episode was you want the audio to sound like you're all in the same room. It's obvious we're in different rooms. So True. Is it? you know, like it, me and Ackerman could possibly be in the same room, but let's just make it clear to the guest that we are in different rooms, right? <laughs>
2: All right. Well, that's fine. Oh, you
1: just came into our room now. Like, Okay. Am
2: I in the room now? What's up? You're
1: in the room. What's up is right. This is it. Yeah. I like it. This is the real thing. We can see you in real life. IRL. Oh, wow. This is cool. (laughs) Awesome. So So where did we start? Like, Ackerman, you're still going to have to lead with the questions, though.
0: (laughs) I'd love to.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay. let's mute Scott. We can mute him, can't we? Can, if we? If we possible, could, I can. wish I w- could We've send him a link with
0: like a blow-up doll from your sex toys. If we could have borrowed two of those blow-up dolls and just had them on the screen, he could have talked Can to I them. just share
1: a tweet that I had the other day? This 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 might be relevant. So um, did you a know, that you fun have? fact, I, I sent a tweet the other day. I'm, I'm poking my head around Twitter. <laughs> That's why I know how many followers Don has. Like I, I want right. to pay attention to these things. Fun fact, on TikTok, accountant is more likely to refer to an only creator than an actual accountant oh, did you know that
2: oh no On interesting TikTok.
1: so an only fans well, creator i mean basically it's like the code right accountant is the yeah. code for sex worker now that nowadays
2: that's so to- totally true and I wanted to start a TikTok at some point, but I, I mean, I'm only funny at the moment. When you like, said it's
0: totally true, like, you know that because you've been on OnlyFans or like you're just saying that to be nice to Scott?
2: I'm saying that to be nice or kind. <laughs> okay, it that's what kind. I
0: thought.
1: That's not a kind thing. That's a nice thing to say. Kind would be, what the fuck are you talking about? This is a podcast about Don Brolin, not about
0: sex workers. That would be a kind right. thing to say to me.
2: That's yeah. Ackerman's oh, very okay. kind. Yeah. Yes, Ackerman's he is. very
0: kind. He's on it. This is amazing. I miss this. I really miss this. Thank this God. This is good stuff. This is, this oh. is, okay. So Don, how many people do you have at your firm?
2: Three plus me. Three. three plus, okay. me. plus me. So, so four people a, total. You're,
0: you're a quartet.
2: I'm a quart cor- we are a quartet. We're quadruplets or something. But you like have that. A,
1: but so when you say the three, is it also your partners, or is that your your portion of the firm?
2: No partners. Oh wow.
1: Okay. So, Did that oh, twice. So this is new. You did, yes, because the last time I heard you on a podcast, you actually had like three people you were working with as as a collective almost. What happened with that?
2: Yeah, we just, it it worked out better. So they're more of a bookkeeping firm and data processing, data, you know, transferring data from one app to another, that kind of stuff. And I'm, you know, the CPA with the tax work and things like that. And so they wanted to kind of dip their toes in the tax world, but it just you know, in the tax world, there's just, there's certain ways you have to run your firm. Like if some things are not optional because the person owns the license, not the firm, right? Of course, if you have a firm license, that's a whole different thing, but we're just talking a CPA who's doing the tax returns responsible for everything that happens with tax. And I think that just the difference in security wise and things like that, just, I'm just setting my ways and I'm not going to budge on it no matter what. So I think we just, we didn't work well in the company together, but we are, we are still recommending and referring back and forth. So if I get, you know, a big bookkeeping job, I don't want to do it. I send it to them and they send me the tax referral. So it's a, a, it was a really good amicable separation and kind of breakup. It just made more sense for each of us to kind of run with what we did best. And so we still, we still collaborate, but.
1: Yeah. But it's, I I always, I got worried because you would be on there, like defending it. And I'm just like, this doesn't sound like a good Situation here, it's, like this—the way that you would talk about—we share yeah. this and this, but we all keep our billing separate. We all bill like our clients Oh, that's directly. a different like,
2: thing. Oh, that's different. Do you still do that? I still, yeah. That's um oh, Roland, okay. and coba So we do have a CPA firm with the three of us. This was a supper, okay? Deal. Oh, right. yeah. No, so well, the three d- of d- us. So explain
1: s- this, defend this, then, because I just tra- oh, I will. Did a little bit. Yeah. You
2: try. You kind of trash coming at me, but i am coming right back at you, Scott.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, right.
2: um, no. So what happened was so. Back in 2011, April 1st, 2011, it was about six years, three months, and four hours that I was in a different partnership, and I walked away from that six-year commitment. And I learned a lot about. I learned a lot from the other CPAs in the firm, and that was that part was good. But I also learned who I didn't want to be, at the Mm. same time. So when I left that firm, one of my biggest things was I wanted to work remotely because I had two young kids at the time; they were younger, and I wanted to be able to do some remote work. And you know. 2011 it still wasn't popular you know you needed right. to be in the office and blah 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 whatever
1: they call you a lifestyle like a boutique
2: yes I, um, exactly yeah, you
1: want to have a lifestyle firm well yeah go off and do that they're not going to promote that yeah a, they're not going a,
2: to part they're not going to participate yeah. in that and so i said bye-bye and i knew like so at that point i went on my own and i wanted to be able to prepare taxes and my old a former coach of mine actually his brother's a cpa and we've known each other for a long time and he said well listen what if you help us with QuickBooks and technology and all this stuff? We'll help you with, as far as, you know, tax, if, if I have questions, whatever, bouncing off each other. So we joined, we, we, you know, put a firm together, the three of us, we split the costs for tax prep software, the website. This the I, like. License, I like this
1: stuff. Yeah, this is cool.
2: The insurance, all that we put into this firm, we all contribute it into it. And then we step away and we, we all share the tech with software. So let's just say I'm like, I don't really, I want, I'm having trouble finding out how, figuring out how to put, I just make it up, a disposal of a property, whatever it may be.
1: Well, you created say, your own little community of knowledge base yes. and shared resources. And exactly. I love that. That's that actually, that. I, I wasn't even talking shit about it. I just wanted to hear about it. I didn't know you were not doing, you are still doing that, which I, I am still doing so that. awesome. Yeah. And it's, like for it's a phenomenal. group of firms, like a group of friends, they could all get together, share resources, because a lot of people don't see that as a, we're competitors, right? Like, right. you know, People would see others, in a lot of cases, me growing up, I just, that's what I heard when I talked to other firm owners. They don't want to share information. They don't want to share resources because everybody's a competitor if you're not right. working w- at my firm or at my right. place, right? So I think that's really cool.
2: Yeah, we just we just decided we wanted to have that collaboration. And we, we were, I mean, I just paid the bill for 2022 tax season upcoming. And it was like for between each of us, it was around $4,000 a partner. We just, everybody just put their, their money in the kitty and we're up and running. And, you know, I look at it that, Hey, listen, if I, maybe I can't do this tax return. Maybe I found, I stumbled into something and I can send over to Lisa or Keith say, Hey, listen, I've never done whatever this may be. Can you Mm -hmm. guys help me out? They can jump into the return, finish it for me, even review it. If I'm like, you know what, can you just review this return? I feel like I might've missed something, whatever. And now we have that collaboration and we go back to our, on our own and I pay them if they help me with something okay, I pay So that's them.
1: a but that's important too, right? As as far yep. as relationships, some people will, will think they're getting taken advantage of if mm-hmm. you know one person is being the one sidedness of that. And so to see that there's right. a um, a monetary compensation because everybody's getting paid. We're all doing this for a living too. So it's yeah. like I mean I don't know. It's, yeah, it's
2: like I don't cool. want their I don't want their advice for free. That's not yeah. that's not right. You know, and so we we figured out how it works. If it's a quick little question here and there and we've but we, we really just work real well together and everybody's on the same page and we're all, you know, listen, if I want to work more, I get paid more. If I want to work less, I'll get paid less or whatever. But there's no burden on any one of us to watch each other's work or do any of that kind of stuff. It's like,
1: well, just and you're doing everything on a fixed fee. That's what you said. Like you're, you're yep. pricing things up front more or less because you know the services and it's all comes down to compliance. I think at least with me, I don't know how yeah. you price everything, but. It's easiest to price something that somebody has to do and then price it high enough that you can do the stuff that they want to do too. And then you exactly. know attach it to other products and other things. That that makes it easier for you to manage everything you're doing because you know if I want to do 10 returns, I know how much I'm getting paid for those. I know how much I'm going to make for that. You know, you can dive in and out of the work if you want. It's like seasonality for you. For
2: exactly. And it's like, you know, with the, I love for the fixed fees. Like my lowest tax return is 435. I had somebody come in a new client Last, the last that's thing week before? Right? For an individual cheap. return?
1: Come on. Come on. I <laughs> thought you would be, do better than that. Well, are that's you just doing a, that return.
2: That's a W uh, yeah, 2 in the two States. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a
0: piece of cake. Yeah. Those are, Actually, those what's are, your lowest? 950.
2: Nice. Ooh. I don't. Yeah.
0: As my as my dad says, we don't pick up our pencil for less than nine fifty.
1: No, I like it. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, oh, we don't have pencils. But I wish we did. I, I well, it's a metaphorical it. pencil. Okay. Well,
0: I, it's, it's now an Apple I'm, I'm, pencil.
1: I'm resigned to. It is an Apple pencil. I got. I got a few extras. Anybody wants one. So we're just doing monthly engagements now. I don't even think I'm pricing individual returns on yeah. any way. It's just you know now it's like I, I see the light. We can work with clients on a much deeper level. If we right. structure it as a year round, you know, so yeah, that's yeah, a, no, that makes sense. So we, too.
2: we've uh, so this client that came in, she brought me, you know, I they always have to give me the prior two, three year returns depending on what they have. She brings it in, I take a look at the back of it, look at the always look at the invoice. I mean, how do you not look at the invoice? I just am curious <laughs> oh, yeah. how much how much Absolutely. pain am I going to infuse into this client in the next five minutes? And so I looked, the guy's invoice was one hundred and seventy dollars. <sighs> I'm like, what are you? Do-? And you know the package, all stapled It's a disservice. Oh,
0: yeah. It's a It, it costs them one seventy to just do the package. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and you know why? Because they hand they handwrite at the top. They have the they have those packets where you write the name and the tax sheet yeah. right at the top. Mm. I'm just like, so Look, I told man, her I'm
1: like, we used to have that shit too. Like I at my office we had that shit. Then, but, but I, I don't know if we charged one seventy for a return, but I know they used to be cheap. I know we used to do a lot of returns. Oof.
2: I mean, how much, how many returns do you guys print?
1: So we, we, we don't even have a printer anymore. I don't have a printer or anything Ackerman. I mean, do you print returns still?
0: Uh, I bet you, you do. You mean client copy? Yeah. Stuff? I bet you do. Yeah. I, I think we have 80 to 85% are digital and then 15% yeah. are not digital.
2: I charge a so... hundred bucks for me to print your return. <sighs>
0: There you go. I love yeah. that. I want to, I want to establish that. We have a lot of like, I mean, you have, let's talk about Don, you know, let's talk about Don or we're talking about running a firm. Yeah. So let's talk about Don. I want to know. So your six year partnership ended and you said you learned some things from what, what did you learn from that six year partnership?
2: So definitely I learned how to be a better tax preparer. Like, I mean, I was told I would never be a tax preparer. Like I wasn't smart enough to do it. Right. Oh my so. God. Who told you that? And one and of the Ackerman, partners. you
1: told me that you tell me that shit all the time well you 100
0: should not be doing a tax return that's a fact
1: that's- <laughs> he still tells me that see he still tells me that shit you won't let me
2: do um you the, if the you did your own tax return you would go to tax jail return. oh god you won't no let I me do the tax return no, for this
0: i won't i'd let someone on your team do it
2: oh my god yeah. that's so funny
1: <laughs> yeah like hey, do so- my tax return too do you do your own tax return anymore Don? Oh yes, yeah, you probably do. Yeah, I do. I, I got but rental properties, and I got
2: all kinds of stuff going on. You know, yeah. I like to keep my hands on stuff. A little bit of yeah, control.
1: Boats too. You do you, you use your boat as a rental? do you, uh, No, um, you, I do not. I that shit out. Yeah,
2: I am not going to that gray area over there.
1: Ah. hey, if you have clients. a bathroom on gray there, waters, and that's a second yeah. home.
2: Great, yeah, yeah. We're, we don't. <laughs> we we just whiz off the side. We just <laughs> just drop trow and there you go. Fifty
1: Shades of Grey. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. That's your next it's, book, right? Oh, like it's your so good. Remix of that. Fifty Shades of Grey for accountants. that's, yes. that's, that's Don's it's, next one, right? It's
2: not a bad idea. It's not a bad oh. idea. But, Actually, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty good title,
1: I think. It is pretty, it's pretty good. A pretty good title for a book.
2: It's pretty good. Yeah. So so I learned I learned that. Well, I learned a lot about myself in that I was like. Okay. I know what kind of person I don't want to be. Like I knew right away, like being kind person and with a mixture of some nice is good, but mean and nasty wasn't like kind of an area I wanted to dive into. So I kind of stayed away from that little, little gem, but they did Mm -hmm. teach me a lot about how to run a firm. You know, I learned a lot from them on, well, we used to have, we used to have Monday meetings where we would spend three hours chasing accounts receivable. So I knew I was never going to do that again. Like literally <laughs> take the freaking AR, usually two pages long, and highlight wow. who's gonna call which clients to get paid.
1: Wow. And it's
2: like so that hence was my process of getting a payment authorization up front and never chasing money. Like that yeah. wasn't gonna happen. I learned that I needed to lose today. weight. You did. I need I learned yeah. I had to lose weight.
1: Why did you learn somebody. that? Or how did you learn that? Well you look like you've lost some weight.
2: I do? Thank you. Boy, was I fatter yeah. before? Goodness gracious. This well, is so awkward. That's, you
1: can't say that to somebody without, <laughs> you know, and I know you're, I know you're kidding, but it's oh, like I on totally the cover am. of one of the books, you look like you lost weight since you took the oh, picture you. of the cover of one of the books. I mean, all it's, right. I mean honest, good yeah. for me.
2: I appreciate that. Scott. Well, mm. yeah, so I was, I was told I needed to lose some weight and to maybe get some new clothes and stuff like that, which is all totally fine. I still have one of the shirts though, that I wore in a picture. I'll never forget. I still wear it every once in a while, just because. Wait
0: wait, else, wait wait, wait. someone told you like like saying like you needed to look sexier implying that or like no why were they saying I, for your health I,
2: I apparently looked sloppy in their eyes which is okay fine. so things like that like i just knew i would never
1: that's a bias say that stuff to other just people just have a bias though right yeah like
0: they wanted projecting. you to wear like a, they were wearing yeah. like suits every day so you need yeah. to wear like whatever the female equivalent of that is yeah
2: which is not gonna happen like I, I did actually put on leggings today. I didn't put leave my sweatpants on. So this is a big dress up day for me. So, <laughs> but that's all good. No, so it's just you know, it, it's it's. I I'm wearing think a hoodie. You're wearing a hoodie. So, so
0: that was like an old. So it sounds like a very old school, traditional, yeah. boys club CPA firm. Yeah, like, this is how we did it in 1965 when we used to wear top hats. So yes. Just gonna
2: carry it forward. Correct. <laughs> Top yeah. hats
0: and canes
1: everywhere we go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I think what I think is really important, like for people to understand, is like I was really uh, I I was the one getting the clients right. So I would do the volunteering at the local chamber, and I would give QuickBooks lessons. I do an hour, like a lunch and learn, and then we get all these referrals of clients that would co- end up coming to the office. And so but the fact that I wasn't in my seat all the time because I was out driving around 7 million miles to to go went back when we would go to businesses and do their books on site things like that. And so I think like as a firm you have to decide what you're willing to accept and what you're not, right? So like like Nicole never comes to the office almost I mean maybe twice a year. She doesn't live far, she's 20 minutes. Kyle mostly is here. He's here almost all the time. And it's like if you can't accept having a remote worker because you don't know what they're doing, then don't have remote workers, but don't torture that remote worker yeah. because you aren't ready to accept that that's okay. And so I found that my position in that firm was to bring in the clients, not necessarily to be billable, but rather the advertising marketing person. And so I did I did all the QuickBooks stuff and I could never really reach like a hundred grand in billing because I was always volunteering. I was always doing, yeah. you know, things that weren't getting paid. And now I'm doing. You're volunteering your time with clients
1: too? Are you like, are you, or are you doing a lot of work with them and just not billing them for it sometimes? Like, no, like quick question no, was, and yeah.
2: Lots of quick questions. Lots of, and, and you know, the phone would always ring for me. And that I think got yeah. annoying to people. And, and I guess like I don't need to be in the forefront. I know you probably find that hard to believe, but I'm totally cool with being in the background and being the humper and getting, you know, getting my work done and just billing, billing. I mean, I'm doing easily three, 350 myself yeah. a year now. But that was because the reins came off of me and I was able to go maximize my potential and that kind of stuff. So, you know, you I had think you got a paradigm think
1: about that. shift too, I did. didn't you? A, a bit of a one. paradigm shift and you can see what's possible in this world if you don't have restrictions, right? Yes.
2: And why would you want to restrict your partner when your partner can do amazing things because your right? partner's
1: not like you, right? If it's yeah. not like me, then it's not going to work because they're right. not doing the things I would do. And how could it work? And I'm successful, right? Again, I'm just right. I'm being sarcastic. No, I got you. Yeah,
2: no, it's so true. But I think yeah, that's it. Crazy. You learn from you learn from your experiences. And and you know, I remember I would I would do a tax return and I would leave it on one of the one of my partner's desks, and I would come in the next day and it would have an F on it. Like a big red pencil F. Do
1: <laughs> so they want to be a teacher? They and I was just a...
2: like, you know, and, and I think I think I got better at returns faster because I had to go figure it out myself because they weren't necessarily going to tell me where the problem mm. was. It was kind of like you go figure it out. So it wasn't a bad strategy. I think yeah, F, yeah. the F maybe is a little aggressive, but uh, passive aggressive. <laughs> was it in really? red
1: pen too? It has it was to red been pencil, a red sharpie? Red. red yeah. Oh red. god.
2: So those were some good things I learned a lot from that perspective and, you know, how a firm really works and that kind of stuff. But that was enough for me.
1: So Don, a lot of the stuff you do is centered around motivating people in the accounting industry. Can you care to like elaborate on how that got started? Like, is it because you need motivation yourself too? And you kind of like, and I'm not, that is not joking. That's like, oh, sure. Yeah. Like, that's why I do this podcast is because this is the shit that I would want to hear. Yeah. So I'm sure that you, to a certain degree, you could relate to a lot of the stuff that you say. Yeah. From firsthand, right?
2: Well, and that's it. It's all you know. I wrote that book, "Designated Motivator for Accounting Professionals," because I saw the pain within the industry, you know, firsthand. Obviously, 2020 was a, a just wicked year. It was just wicked, and a lot of people got discouraged. We were the accounting industry really was put under like the pressure of something we'd never felt before. I mean, we thought tax season was awful. Like we've been complaining about tax season forever and how busy it is and working 18 hours a day. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. What what are you guys doing, right? And so I said, you know, I just saw the pain in the other CPAs, like, I don't know if I wanna do this anymore. This is insanity. The expectations that are upon us with the IRS who's not responding for crap, but they have no problem sending out bills to people. But they don't, They, you know, you call and they can't work with you. They can't process medical returns. So you have frustrated clients. You've got practitioners who are just trying to do their darndest to help the people. And I just watched that. And I said, guys, you don't, this doesn't have to be this bad. Like, yeah. h- how come you guys aren't using the technology so that you don't have your butt in the seat for, you know, we don't work 40 hours a week. We just don't, even when it's busy, because we just want to be, pro- we're just productive. And how we did that was through implementation of various technologies and processes, which we talked a little bit about. And I said, I got to share this with everybody. Like, I don't want, you know, like you were saying earlier, Scott's a perfect comment about people don't want to be in competition with each other. I don't feel like I'm competing with anybody at all. You know why? You're just competing with yourself. I'm always competing with myself. Every day is a competition. Like, just like, you know, like when you're on Waze and you're driving, <laughs> and it says, you're going to get there at 128. And you're like, hell no, I'm going to get there at 123.
1: 127. <laughs> that, well, that's what I, I get aggressive. Usually... End I love that you said that. My Twitter feed was so messed up with Waze stuff. Like I'm bringing Twitter back into the conversation. I didn't it. know it was posting to my Twitter. So I had about 800 tweets from Waze of where I was going and what I was doing. And Liz Mason told me about that so I was like oh, oh I shit, love Liz crazy. she's crazy. so I just I went so you're like the old up-
0: man who like signed <laughs> yes, up for Twitter
1: yes that was like, about a year ago if you oh, see God. but now I cleaned it up I took some time to clean it up and now I don't think it's connected anymore but that <laughs> that's funny so
2: good that's so good oh. but yeah no I mean like my whole thing was I just I am a competition I just everything is competition absolutely everything is competition yeah. I did go to the Pats game yesterday. Hello, 50 to 3, give me a break, or whatever. I think it was 50 to 3, whatever it ended up being. But we just I just the numbers got too high. We just couldn't keep adding more numbers onto that those score.
1: Well, you're running laps, right? Like that that's not fun anymore. Like you want it to be competitive. That's what a competition's all about, right? Yes, it's no fun. Absolutely.
2: You don't want to just stomp
1: know, all over your competition.
2: Well, you sometimes, know. but you gotta really, you gotta
1: help them out, right? You gotta, you gotta lend them a hand. And when I talk about that, like if if people do see other firms as competition, then at least let it be an even playing field. Right. Like, you know, share your knowledge. You know, a lot of people keep their knowledge as a thought. They should keep it as a secret. I don't think that's the common tongue these days. I think commonly people do like to share. And I think social media has helped on that. People like you have helped on that. You share so your app stack too, right? Yeah. You know, everything you you do. I give my
2: pricing list out. My pricing goes awesome. is on Brolin.com. Put in your email address. You'll get the pricing list with a little video explaining why I charge what I charge. You Listeners,
1: if you're having trouble with pricing like I am, maybe you should do that.
2: Go grab that list. <laughs> and like for me, like disengagement letters. I've got two disengagement letters up there for because I just started this new community. So I'm launching this month. But more, most importantly, is I put up there... Yeah, a little new community for people to get in there. Let's start talking. Not a Facebook group. It's going to be an exclusive community. You can join at whatever level it's going to be you on want.
1: Slack or Discord. No, or...
2: it's. I'm not sure. I, that's Gaynor's problem. She just tells me what the deal. <laughs> I can I talk to her there. about
1: that. Yeah, you talk to Gaynor. She knows what my, she's my doing. two cents. Yeah,
2: but it's like like a dis- simple disengagement. Oh, we love Gaynor. She's awesome. Yeah,
1: I call her the GM. Like you're the DM, that's, you're the designated motivator. I like because it because the initials. Gainer Milky, I, I think she's a general manager. If you had That's a general clever. manager, she would be your general manager. Right? She
2: would totally be. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah, she's just she's she's done amazing things for the community, too. You know, I, I give the content, yes. but she puts it all together and launches it and gets it out there in the right way for people to be able to get to it. And it's, you know, I just I just see the pain in the, in these, I say, smaller firms. I'm sure larger firms have their own pain points are just going to be different than me. I'm a small firm. And it's, it's like, always people we help? as
1: big as you get. It's always people problems. Oh, always.
2: I was up to 10 at one point and I said, Oh my God, this is no, if, like I need runners. I need people who are going to run with me. I cannot. Mm. I just, the babysitting annihilates my soul, my whole entire soul. melts. Well, I look, I don't <sighs> mind teaching. I don't mind. I can relate to you. Helping. I'm at 10
1: right now. Yeah. I had to let two people go because they were not runners. Like, I don't want to say that out loud, but that's no, I, I hear you. Like, you know, that's what happened last year. It was tough. And
2: it's not, doesn't make them bad people, has nothing to do with that. They're great it's people. It's just how
1: they're built. Yeah.
2: It's how they're built. And so, you know, I feel like, like I hired Nicole, who's on my team. I hired Nicole. She didn't have an accounting background, but she was a, she, the girl, I could see her work ethic. She wanted to learn. She just was ambitious about stuff and I don't, I don't have to babysit her. And you know, that's the key to Tracy, Tracy babysits me. Like that's her role. Right. So she makes sure I'm where I'm supposed to be. And and then, I you know, if I don't answer an email and somebody's called her, she puts it in my calendar and say, Hey, you got to answer this email. She and I work real well together. We communicate really well that, cause I also, this is another key thing for, if you've got a VA, this is or if you don't, you're going to mm. get one. One of the key things with the VA is they are the ones client facing, right? So she's asking me to do something. Wait, really? Your
1: virtual assistant is the client facing person Mm -hmm. too? Wow. She
2: talks to new client lead. I don't talk to Employee
1: or even like just a contractor?
2: She's an employee. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, you know, with her, it's like, she's asking me to get something done because somebody's calling her numerous times because I'm not doing something that doesn't make her look good. So I I really try to be conscious when she says, Hey, did you get to this yet? And of course I want to say, no, I'm doing 70 other freaking things, leave me alone, right? Yeah. But really, yeah. I I learned that she wasn't doing it to bug me. She was doing it because she promised something to someone. And if I didn't deliver, that makes her look bad. And I was like, I can't have that. So yeah, and I think yeah, that yeah. sometimes we don't realize, you know, like Nicole will ask me a question, whatever, and It'll take me two days to get back to her or a week. Now I'm holding her up. And then I'm like, why didn't that get done? Well, because I needed this from you and you didn't get. It makes sense. And so sometimes I think we think that somebody is like on us about something. And it's, it's not really because they're trying to criticize you or get all over you. They just need it done so that they can maybe move on with whatever they're doing. We just need to think about that with our people.
1: I think we all rise and fall on other people's expectations too. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. to point out, like you're, you know, everything's trailing down to what does this person expect of me? And if you lay out the expectations clearly in the beginning, then you don't fall into the trap of he said, she said this, and I didn't do this because they they were supposed to do it. Right. And they, you know, it's all kinds of things with clients, with yep. life, with employees, with so everything. But that's a, that's a good point. Cause that'll get you out of bed. That'll the rise and fall of the expectations, like relationships mm-hmm. will flounder. What do you think about expectations? You know the, I guess I have nothing bad to say about zero because they've exceeded my expectations in a lot of ways.
0: And a big thing is it's intuitive for your clients to learn. So it's a lot harder to mess up a zero file than it is to mess up a QuickBooks file, for instance. Like, you can really screw up a QuickBooks file. Oh, zero.
1: QuickBooks is, oh, we're gonna go there. <laughs> QuickBooks is abuser-friendly. <laughs> it's too user-friendly.
0: <laughs> QuickBooks I love, really- I love that abuser-friendly. So, yeah. uh, like, I, I and I've never met a client who has switched from QuickBooks that wants to go back to QuickBooks after using zero.
1: Never. The biggest downside sometimes is They've never heard of it, so they have their own preconceived notions on what it would be. But once they start learning more, they realize, wow, like there's other ways to do this and they, and this could actually be clean and easy. I, I, I just thought I'd be resigned to put up with that stuff. There's a lot of little things in Zero that make it beautiful. They say beautiful accounting software, and I've used that term just to describe Xero because it's simple. It's clean, and also I love the color blue. I've got an affinity for the color blue. Beautiful technology. If you heard somebody describe technology as beautiful, what do you think of that?
0: I think user-friendly. Beauty, beauty to me means user-friendly. Like when okay. people say beautiful, like easy to use. Like you, it's intuitive on the screen. You know how to yeah, know where No to
1: pun go. intended, intuitive.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: I, I use I use intuitive to describe zero all the time yet QuickBooks is into it and it's at the opposite of intuitive so in beauty's in the eye of the beholder whatever your vision of beauty is I feel like zero can fit into that because they they're so clean and simple that it makes them more versatile it's just a, a feeling it's like an art we just had Ron Baker on and he talked we were talking about the art of business and I think zero has the art of GL, The Art of Accounting. <laughs> the tonight. Art
0: the art of Accounting.
1: The Art of Accounting. Go to
0: zero.com.
1: Go to zero.com. Check them out. Mention the Sons of CPAs. I don't think that's going to matter, but that would be cool.
0: Just do it. So how do you measure success at your firm?
2: You know, for me, it's more about getting productive, getting work done. I mean, obviously success, everybody wants to make money. I, I can say that we are so efficient that at the end of April last year, we were at $360,000 in revenue with three people and we still didn't work full time. So to me, success for me personally, right at this point is my ability to be able to coach softball, spend time with my family, go this on is my boat.
1: Perfect. This is awesome. This right? you're the reason we have these four KPIs, <laughs> like these four KPIs fit. Scott so. literally
0: could not let you answer a question. It's
1: okay. I, I know where you're going with it. No, no, I'm going to lead right into. It. You can keep going with this. So, so one of the KPIs is time off for the owner, because that's an important metric to measure. You, mm-hmm. you know, so, so Ackerman, how do you want it? Like I've been asking it, but in a, in a very roundabout way. Usually, I share mine, and then the other the guest will share theirs. So here's the. It's four KPIs actually, not three. One of them is top line revenue, which you've said three fifty.
2: Well, the that was just for four months. Th-
1: no, that, oh, yeah. that's for four yeah, months. Oh, shit. We're, okay. So there yeah, we go. Yeah, so we're at
2: about 750. We'll be, we'll, we'll land around 750 for 2021.
1: Head count, which you've said is three. You've already given all your time. I count myself. So, well, four. Time, four. Okay. So, four. And then um, cash to owner. So
2: <laughs> I'm using profit first.
1: Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Do you, what,
0: what, what does that mean?
1: I know. So, so, so uh, that's the that's my next question because I wanted to actually get into that for uh, you know. You have a relationship with Mac uh, McCallowitz, like Mike's you know him boy. personally. I know yeah. This is so awesome to me. Like I have five of his books in another room. Yeah, he's an
2: awesome guy. You want to hear how we met?
1: i do but we gotta get through these yes cases. we want to be at, yes. at the edge of his seat here oh. yes so let's so wait but we got time We're off from it. owner this is so
0: good i know i know i, love I, I, feel I like really I'm want in, to hear that it's I like realize. an art installation and i'm in it <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let, we'll get to the KPIs. She set later. up
0: how she's going to tell an awesome story, and you I said, know. "Nah, I'm good. I'd rather ask a weird-ass question that <laughs> no one wants to hear." So yeah, oh, go ahead, Scott. Ask the weird. Cash question.
1: to owner, Don. What's your percentage? Like, what do, you, do you? I guess would we measure this profitability percentage, or do we measure it just cash to owner?
0: She does well, profit first. I, I'm, I know where what we're. What does profit like, first where... mean? Just tell us what profit first means.
2: So basically, you take this is how I, this is the way I approach it. There's f- I do five buckets. So 10 grand comes in on a Monday into the bank account, right? That needs to be allocated percentage-wise between various aspects of the business. Number one, obviously operating. So you've got to have a certain, certain amount of operating expense funding available. Debt, if you have debt. So usually I still keep a debt account just in case. I have a profit account, which is an owner pay account. So that's money I get. That's regardless of my payroll, then I have a payroll account. That's for payroll only. And then I have a taxes account. I have those five buckets and I say, okay, when 10 grand comes in, I split it this way. 50% goes to payroll because we're, we're 50% payroll. 20% is for operating. I do 10% for debt, 10% for owner and 15 for taxes. Comes uh, about, you need to get in that.
1: bed with relay. You need to get in bed with relay. relay does this. You don't perfectly. need to get in bed
0: with anybody. All right. I know, know we were I mean. talking your about your husband.
2: I know. You know what my husband always says, Jason, <laughs> he doesn't care who warms up the car as long as he gets to drive. And you can use that.
0: I, like that I don't one. think my my wife feels that way about me, but <laughs> I do like it.
2: Yeah, it's not no, bad. Like it's that. not a bad thing. I like that one.
0: So then your profit is 10%, but then you are you also paying yourself too? i like payroll. payroll.
2: Yeah, I'm a C Corp. I decided to be a C Corp, obviously at 21%. I kind of like that. I don't think about the dividend part of it. Not worried about that. So yeah, 10% goes to owner pay, which is above and beyond my regular payroll, which is nice. You know, and it accumulates Wait, pretty good. You do does that mean? Do you even 000. take dividend
1: parts? Yeah, I know. Do, do you do no. you even take
2: dividends?
0: Okay. Not currently. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. No. cool. So, so what what did you pay yourself last year?
2: Hundred fifty thousand.
0: Okay. So you made two twenty five. Yeah. And you were at so. We'll see what That, is, that is actually like a perfect. So that's 30%, metric. which is pretty, that's, that's pretty solid. That's almost perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's,
1: that is so awesome. So- and
2: it's it's such an easy methodology. Like I had a call with a client last week. He was going to owe $500,000 in taxes. Sucker. He sucked out $1.2 million of draws out of his S last year. Yikes. Right? Distribution. Yeah. And he paid himself $400,000. So it's not like, you know, I mean, he's yeah. paying himself, but I'm like, dude, you have no money left. You sucked it all out. How are you going to pay your taxes? So I'm like, dude, you can at least start with profit profit first, at least start with a tax account so that you can start putting 10% of your gross income into a tax account.
1: Well, at that level, they can't even over withhold. Like that was always my thing with profit first is our clients yeah. were at a level where you can just over withhold and that became part of the profit first methodology for them was exactly take a bunch out of your check. Basically, if you don't get a check. You take your yep. salary and then your taxes should be covered. Yep. That was the account. The account was with the IRS, but that's, so, you can't do that if you're making that much, like right, you got to right. do some kind of,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. He's a wreck. Go ahead, Jason.
0: <laughs> so are you happy you did 750. you're 30% owner. Sounds like to you're you. happy. Is that, is that where you want to be? What's, what's kind of your future goal for your firm?
2: Yeah. So that's a great question. So of course I'm set. I want to set myself up for success for succession planning, right? So I'm figuring 9 more years and then I'm done with the actual practice. And so part that's part of the reason why a tech stack so important because I could say to you Jason, hey, you want to buy my firm? Okay, well guess what? Here's the key, it's a an password. And you can get into everything and everything's there, there's systems in place, you know, there's a there's a procedure book that you can or can't follow, don't care, but you're not going to come to my office So you're making
0: yourself, you know, attractive to people who either want to buy you or if there's someone internally that wants to buy it, like you're basically setting something up for you to get a good multiple on your return when you go to sell. Exactly. And and you, and you know, like you kind of have a date, like, okay, nine years. So like, you got to start thinking about selling it seven, eight years from now, you might need some transition time. So you're, you're really thinking about that which oh yes most firms don't think about
2: listen i'm 51 i'll just put it out there i'll be 60 years old my dad re- my oh, my goal was always 55 that's when my dad retired he got a golden handshake from Pratt Whitney so he was retired at 55 so that's been always been my goal is to do what my dad did so i was going to retire at 55 i know it's going to take me a little bit longer we chose to have my husband take care of kids when they were younger we didn't really grow money in the first 10 15 years of our marriage we just sustained Right, we, we were surviving for various reasons. So now that I'm just cranking it, I'm just like, I got nine more years in me. Let's build up a nice nest egg, plus sell it, and then I've got all my speaking stuff that I have. I, I make a pretty good amount of money doing That's that. That's like stuff icing,
1: too. right? Like maybe you didn't build up a lot of wealth, but you build up a lot of social equity to be yes. able to do the speaking stuff. And you build right. up like a following, yeah, to be able to write a book, to you know do the things that you want to do and yeah. the things that you love. And I think that. It sounds like you love owning a firm too, and doing.
2: I good do. Stuff. Yeah. I love doing. I love tax work. I love mostly love IRS representation. Give me a good agent to battle against. I'm in.
1: In <laughs> uh, like you know, I think go. That, the competitive nature, are, right? Um, yeah,
2: it's so fun. When back when you used to be able to look, sit in front of an agent, we're the best. I remember this one guy was. I was representing this couple who just decided to cut three hundred thousand dollars off of their gross income because they needed to save the money, the tax money, in case they ever needed it. Yeah, okay. Smart. That makes a lot of sense, right? Totally, good strategy, <laughs> nice work. So they get audited and the attorney calls me, he's Brolin, I need you to keep this in the same year. I can't. You can't have them open up New Year's. That's your goal. Cannot open up New Year's. No problem, I got you. I get down and sit, sit in front of the agent and I'm like, he's still using baby shampoo. He's so young, right? He's not even, he's not growing a beard. He's not he's all wet back here. And I'm like, oh my God, I own this kid. I already own him. I already know it. So went in there, you know, went through some stuff and it, it was literally an even 300 grand. And that was the only problem. So he goes away. So it's like, like some you're training, going into a
1: boxing match. Like you're already like, and like, you see this guy like, like
2: oh, i going to pop you one time. Yeah. So he ends up going away for some training and he's like, did you find the 300 grand? And we're emailing each other. Maybe he was calling and faxing. I don't even know. End up on the phone with him. but he, I'm like, dude, I can't figure this for the life of me. I've gone through this a hundred times. I can't find it. I said, you know what? Just bill these people. I'll make them pay the tax and we'll all move on. And he was like, okay. And then we get an accuracy penalty for like 20 grand. And I said, dude, that's not their fault. Their accountant didn't add stuff right. You can't penalize them for that. And he was like, all right, yeah, we'll take that off too.
1: Really? I was so like, you were, you were able to use the accountant as a as a reason? Oh, um, always. Wow, oh, that okay. guy's going okay. under
2: the bus hard.
1: So usually <laughs> they have a default response to that. Unless usually the... <laughs> the IRS has a default. No, it, my dad tried to do that with me. He tried to say his accountant messed something up because he messed something up. He used me as the example. And they, they sent him back a notice saying he couldn't do it. Um, my dad's well, the CPA. Well, that's, was,
0: you, yeah. Your dad should have used somebody sure calls else. me. Yeah. Exactly. I forgot what me. it was. Sure I feel like this is a commercial and it's like Scott's dad, CPA is like, hey, I can't figure this out. Let's call Brolin. And you're yeah. like swooping it, you're like Tarzan on like I a, come in hard. You, like Superman. I don't even like remember the details. Superman yeah. Superwoman. And I just
2: blast people away. Hey, I'm just and, hey. like, and, you, and
0: you see the IRS agent and you see as the baby shampoo, and you're like, I fucking got this guy. Got this. This Put it back idiot. in the
2: bathtub. Put it back <laughs> yeah. in there. That's
0: a, yeah. Straight to curse. Like commercial you can't curse in, the in front of making. a baby. This is fantastic. Yeah, I did miss the cursing
1: wait
2: you can't curse in front okay, of a baby i want
0: to hear you're not supposed to at oh, least in the NICU. Gosh, wait till yeah, you go home in the hospital yeah. you want to kind of keep it and cool then for it's the, the shut
2: the f up and you can do what you want
0: <laughs> okay so, i want to hear the story how you Profit met this first professionals right
1: is it does it start there no, no, or does Scott, it start before Stop talking.
0: That? i want to hear how she met this the guy from
2: Mike she knows what i'm talking about oh, yeah. she knows
1: what i'm talking about yeah so mikey
2: that's... so i get a phone call from into it i think and they're like, hey, MSNBC is looking for somebody to come on the show, QuickBooks expert. We want to have the, you go do this episode. I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'll do anything. So I went down, it was kind of close. It was about 45 minutes from here in this little business. And I walk on the set and the producer comes out and I meet him, Frank, he's a great dude. Comes out, we chat and he goes, and he's like, all right, well, the host is over here. And I'm like, cool. So we walk up, he's like, you know, Mike McAllis is doing rolling, blah, blah, blah. You guys are going to be doing this together, of course. We did do a couple of bridesmaid scenes in the basement. We did, you know, walk through a couple of those because everyone thinks I look like Melissa McCarthy, which is fine. It's okay, totally I cool. wasn't
0: going to say it, but it's true. That's it's so it. true.
2: Yes. I never even yeah. noticed it till you said it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Melissa McCarthy, that bitch. She you know how much money she's made on my ideas. I, I had already, I came up with the boss. I came up with when she took her kid back to college. I, I had all. So here's what I'm going to mark my words right here. She so great minds up-
1: think alike, right? Like I think yes. that's obviously like you are you know you're onto something if other people are doing the shit that you've come up with. I think it's true, a, and I'm telling I've you what she's. Yeah. This
2: is what's coming next. And mark my words, stepsisters. That it's just going to make money because brothers was so funny. Oh, she's, she's going to do stepsisters. stepsisters. Yes, she's going to do it. Yes. I already know it, and and she's, she's going to make all it. that money. And she's not even going to So why don't you in.
1: do like a parody of it before it comes out and be like, the do a parody commercial for Stepsisters and you can be the Melissa McCarthy, you know? Oh my God, like, I should um, do that. I'll talk to yeah.
2: Gaynor about that. We will make a video. Do it
1: before, yeah, do it before she does it and then have somebody else, have Gaynor be like the Gwyneth Paltrow or something or yeah. that. And then you two can be Stepsisters. That shit would be funny as hell.
2: Yeah, it'd be awesome. So <laughs> um, Jason, onto the story. So I go up and I meet Mike and I looked at him and, and I, I was like, so when do we make out? That's all I said to him. <laughs> like, like, when do we? When do we make out? Like, when does that happen? And he just—that was it. Brother and sister from that moment forward, and he and I. Oh my god! So I did. I did go to a book. He did like his book training how to write a book down in did Florida. Did you make so- out? We didn't make out. No, but I kicked his uh-huh. ass in pinball. He is not oh. a good pinball player. He likes to claim it, but he's not. I mean, I, I bust on him all the time. He probably Anyways, enjoys so that's, pinball, that's, but he's not good at it. He, yeah. <laughs> I, I, and that's how I met Mike McCallitz. And he and I have been like brother and sister for since like, that Pally's. moment. We Couple are buddies. Yeah. He's a great dude. He's a good person. He really cares about people. So yeah, that's how I met Mike.
1: You can hear I that in his guy. voice. I used to listen to the... And, and why well, I say used to, I still listen to it sometimes. The Grow My Accounting Practice. Yeah, I'm sure you've been on there several times, but it's like I think um, once. That was one of the first podcasts I ever listened to, and that was oh. inspiration, obviously, for us to eventually do this. Yeah, I definitely absolutely. was my inspiration to do this. Like those That's two guys, awesome. and then hearing us, like it's it's kind of fun. <laughs> so
2: Jason, I don't just know. I want to have
1: him on as a guest. Like we got to get him on as a guest. Oh, I think Don. Kind of I so think awesome. Don
0: could totally. I think Don should come on every podcast i would Dawn love it don gets me the, yeah and that's what i like
2: i love Dawn it jason i understands what's going get on you i you can't there's not you much i don't get you past me.
0: you don't get me at all <laughs> he I wants get to you. get you he yeah. wants
2: yeah. to get you all right exactly Straight <laughs> man yes.
1: ackerman's the straight man that's what that's what we've got here
2: no. you're laurel and hardy yeah he is
0: <laughs> okay so what are you doing to prepare yourself for this nine years from now? Like what, what do you see that you need to do so you can get the highest price in nine years? What's make your goal? Sh-
2: definitely make sure I continue increasing my prices every year. That's yeah. key because, you know, making 750 this year, I don't want to do the same work and make the same money. I need to make more money. You know, and of course I'm, I'm very sensitive to the the whole inflation situation that we're in right now. So I don't want to, I don't want to hurt the the clients that I have, but at the same time, the work that we do and uh, the on demand that we that we are under on a regular basis there's no reason people shouldn't increase their prices every year that's just my and i'm not saying you know jack it up 500 bucks but start to creep if you're not creeping yet you better start being creeping like it's so how much creep, are you going which, what, up for
1: somebody that hasn't done that i suggest a 20% increase to start at least
2: yes. yeah yeah no the board, i agree well so that's like for me so we're you know if i'm doing a $400 say 4, 435 but let's do five, 400 to be easy we're going up eighty bucks. Like that's about yeah. that's about a fair. It's a fair increase. And I haven't an increased in a couple of years. You know, I haven't I haven't increased my my fees and representations? Definitely going up because that that's what I'm really good at. Like I know, I've had two clients so far go to jail, all on their own accord. Not my clients. They were referrals. Okay, let's get that straight. Mm-hmm. But I mean, all the other resolution work that I've done, I've been able to get people out of because I, I think it's not only you being smart. It's also being strategic and under be, having a certain personality that can work with these agents. And it's like, I'm going to be their best friend until they become not my best friend. And so, you know, in the first phone call, second phone call, what, whether you've got somebody that you can't push or someone that you can.
0: So how do you price the IRS representation engagements?
2: All by the hour. Because you never know. It's kind of like, like you buy a house and you go to rehab it. You open up the wall. You have no idea what's inside of it. And IRS representation is that way because you never, you just don't know what they have for information, what they don't have, what kind so of. How much are you charging get. per hour? 375, but I'm going to 400 this year.
0: That yeah, is you so should, refreshing. You should, you should be at like 900.
2: I should be a thousand.
0: At least.
1: Well, no, <laughs> so no, no. It's just refreshing to hear like what, that you are charging hourly for some stuff, but fixed fees for others, like that hybrid model. And I'm saying that out loud because I, you know, Ackerman has has said to me all last year, "You're tracking time of your people, but you're not billing by the hour. You'll eventually bill by the hour." I think I will for some things. I think that's we're
0: going to have a hybrid model. <laughs> Scott's yeah. actually regressing. He's like Benjamin Button. Like, I he's don't gonna think I'm gonna go back. He's going to be wearing a top no, hat. He's going to be wearing a top hat. it's really in about hard two years. to price that stuff
1: up front. Like, that's the kind of thing that is ho- so hard to price up front if you don't know the scope and you know it could be endless.
2: Yeah, you know, you well, can't
1: just charge too much. You can't charge ten grand for something that it might not be that much. You know, like it's yeah. not fair to the client I, too.
2: I always take a d- retainer up front, depending on what type of case. It's a min, always a minimum of twenty five hundred. It's never less than that. It's a minimum sure. of twenty five hundred. Um, some cases, if it's going to be, if it's a criminal case, it's ten grand right up the t- off the rip. And then yeah. once they get within like two grand, I'm like, I need another ten grand. If I, and I yeah, know that. I mean, that's if happening. they're,
0: if they're in a criminal case, I mean, they're going to pay whatever, cause that's like very, we serious. got,
2: we've gotten a couple <laughs> of people out of, out of criminal issues. Uh, we did one job, it was a $125,000 job. This was back when I had 10 people working for us, but I had like three people on this one job and it really wasn't criminal at all. You know, sometimes you know what? You're representing somebody that's criminal investigation and they're guilty. Like, you just know it. You're like, yeah, you jack that up, man. Like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, those that are, you know, they can't, you just can tell that the number one, I had this one, this one with 125 grand, he had loans that he took, we had loan documents and the accountant counted his income. Here's where, you know, there's an issue. He charged $1,200 a month. Guy had 21 entities and he, I'm sorry, 12, $1,200 a year, a hundred bucks a month per entity and did the books for all these entities. And they, it was just all wrong. I mean, all wrong.
0: You get what you pay for.
2: You get what you pay for, and we were like, dude, we will be here at, we'll be, they, I'm like, you got to pay me every week. Take it a retainer up front, but then you got to pay me every single week. The day you don't pay me, my work ends, and that's the deal. And they and they were, we were just very upfront about it, and that's how you got to be. But yeah, you got to charge by the hour for some of that stuff. You just don't know. Yeah. What about what do you guys love- charge for uh, calling the IRS? If you got to call those freaking people
1: shit all we do is usually put $500. Usually people are paying us an audit protection or something like that and then we'll just do it. But yeah. uh, you know we're not we're not doing a whole lot of it like at least with us we we don't do that much representation yeah. because we just don't see it come up enough. People yeah. aren't seeking us out for that either. And I think that's okay. you know you've made a name for yourself. That's like your vertical, that's your niche.
2: Yeah, is, I love it. You
1: know the IRS representation. So you're putting ads out for that I'm sure some way, you know, you're Yeah. Well, and
2: other practitioners, that's one of the things I tell people. They're like, well, how do I market? How are you doing this? And I'm like, well, number one, I connected with tax attorneys and other CPAs, other certified forensic accountants, certified fraud examiners. You know, a lot of times these jobs are too big or there's a specialty, like I just know QuickBooks, right? So there's some CFEs and CFAs who just don't even know how to get the reports out or how to do much of anything in QuickBooks. So they look to me and I'm like, no problem. Still the same rate, man. Just because I'm not, you know, writing an opinion letter or doing something else,
1: you got a fixed fee.
2: It's three seventy-five an hour, people. I don't care if yep. I'm reconciling a bank account or I'm, you know, solving global. Soon warming. to be four
1: hundred. Soon to be four
2: hundred. Yep. I like that. You just got to yeah. be, you you know, and I just found for me, I had to figure out what I love to do, and I did bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax. Oh, gross. <laughs> this stuff is gross oh
1: well we still do it yeah
2: <laughs> oh i just i, I feel like doing the that cringe though. oh yeah. you see but that's and that's okay i'm not saying like it's a belittling service what i'm saying is no matter it's fact,
1: just not your thing just not your thing
2: it's just not my thing i love to solve a problem like i feel like i'm a an accounting cop like i'm doing Ooh. instead of blood spatter i'm dealing with number splatter
0: you know <laughs> and i'm solving
2: crimes Could you That's work this I...
0: one out yeah this is a good one i like this now, this is a melissa mccarthy movie right here yes
2: Dude, i have numbers a number splatter number splatter. splatter i have a bullet point i see dawn I working
1: at flowcast studios
0: making a new show at i can flowcast see you studios. walking into yeah. you. you walk into like a uh room and there's just numbers everywhere and you're like oh fuck we like, got this Beep. this we is got bad this. but i'm gonna handle this so it's been said that
1: Roll I'm like a toddler. I like it. Numbers and colors. Don, are you? Are you, do you find yourself attracted to colors and numbers and letters and acronyms and things?
2: Absolutely. A, a, give me a good acronym. I mean,
1: oh, absolutely. Me it's like SLU. Nice.
2: Starting up. Hello.
1: I know you got S-L-U. it. I, I can tell. I can see it. I pay attention to these details. I the do not
2: mess. But no, it's 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 number splatter. And so I bought a bulletproof vest. That's awesome. So I, I oh, I, hell yeah. Oh,
1: totally. <laughs> love you own one,
0: so you've already, I, you're already on I it. Think now, it's is like it because you need it, or you just like it makes you feel like you get into the role?
2: Oh, as soon as I get a new criminal case or, or a civil case, that thing goes on. And I'm like lo- locked and loaded and ready to go. Like I, I black every once in a while. <gasps> That's why love- I'm
1: going to get a diamond chain, Ackerman. That's this why I'm is- getting a chain. Because it, it play the role. It's a different role. What's the role? Pimp boss? Yeah, like not that's... pimp boss. No, no. It's 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 part of the culture to me. Like that's just it plays a part, right? I want to get a, a lab coat too.
2: Oh. You've got your
1: you got your bulletproof a vest. Lab, got my lab coat with coat
0: a with a diamond with a chain.
1: Yeah. chain. So it's like a Rick and Morty type and little baby or Lil Wayne type, like a mix <laughs> of the two, like a a hybrid. So like a scientist I didn't know that could and a, be a rapper. Thing yeah that's an entertainer right yeah
2: okay well Um. we we usually use the gold chain for when we hit home runs that's usually when the gold chains come into play for us yeah yeah we use it a lot last season so hopefully we use a little more this year this is
1: fantastic well it's you guys a lot of softball baseball players do have a chain you know of some sort right we
2: do we got it have chain oh this is a good one jason you'll love this one right so i'm all about you got to be creative So, my job on the team is the designated motivator. That's my job. I identified as that. They, you know, when I started volunteering, they were like, oh, volunteer coach. And I'm like, bullshit. I'm a designated motivator. Like, I just made up my own name. That's where that whole thing came from. So, this past year, I always do something really wacky, crazy. I throughout the whole season, you know, COVID hit, I put on a (laughs) hazmat suit, like, you know, just whatever it is to make light of it. Right. (laughs) So, this year, I bought a body bag. We bought a wow. body bag and we hung it in the dugout. And every time we crushed another team, we taped their lineup to the body bag like they were dead to us. At that oh, point, wow.
1: I love that.
2: Yeah,
0: this is you. This I mean, is good I would do. Your, like, my mind's racing whenever wall, I see your I'm, stuff. I'm ready yeah. to go. Okay, we gotta wrap this up. Let's do it. So the last one we didn't I get feel to, like we're just I, getting
1: started. Yeah, no,
0: I, I got. will
2: go come back it. anytime. Anytime. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. You guys yeah, are great. Amazing.
0: You're. You might be the new co-host. Scott Dude. might be, Scott might be in that body badge soon. If
2: you, uh... <laughs> Scotty in the body bag. <laughs> oh, Scotty in the body
1: bag. I like that. Actually. Oh, you'll be okay, fine.
0: So the last KPI that Scott alluded to was time off. Yes. So and it sounds like you have a good work-life balance. So how do you make sure that you, look at this, show yeah, the How book. do you have
1: time to write a book, right?
0: So so tell us kind of how you've yeah. made sure that you keep your life balanced.
2: Yeah. yeah, 2018, I actually was able to get in the dugout. I, I played softball at the local university. The The head coach was a former player, like ball player, my, my teammate. And we won a national championship in 1990. So, you know, we she'd been coaching there for about 14 years at that point. And she, we were just like, we got to bring this championship mindset back to like, we got to get this together. What's the problem? So she said, hey, you want to coach with me? And I was like, you know, it's tax season, right? Like, I can't take tax season off. And then I was, I slept on it for like a week and I said, you know what? Screw this. Who's no one? I don't have a boss. I'm the boss. I can do what I want to do. And I said, I'm going to go do that. And so I, I decided to coach. You know, we have practice at three o'clock, you know, four nights a week. Usually I'm Mondays off, but the rest of the week, or we have games, we have away games, we go to Florida for spring training. We do all this stuff. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. And if it means I have to work a little bit more, I'll do it because I get to have this life. If I and design
1: you know, your life, that's a good book life. I read recently. Design your life, and you yeah. create your own constraints when you do that. And that's you right. Create your constraints to be able to do the client work when you can, but you're not going to take on too much because you know you got other responsibilities.
2: Well, um, you know, it's like it's the whole mindset of I know if I got to if I have to go to pra- we have practice at three o'clock. I'm in this office by eight, sometimes nine. Lately, been ten. I like to have my time in the morning, and so. I get in here and I'm, I don't open my email. That's not the first thing I do. You know what I do? I go and look in carbon to see what tax returns are ready to go. Cause Tracy makes sure everything's there before I even get started. And I said, my focus, my job is to accomplish these tax returns and I have till three. And so I laser focus on those returns because nine times out of 10, I don't want to come back to the office after practice. You know, now it's five 6 o'clock. I want to go have dinner, you know, Monday night football, Thursday night football. We don't have that in the spring, but whatever, (laughs) whatever I want to do doesn't matter. And so I just made a decision. And then I really laser focus. You have, that's the key is the distractions that are around you all the time. Cell phones, emails, phone calls, people walking in the office. I shut the door and I'm like, nobody bother me for six hours. I'll get to you later. And that's, that was a game changer for me. And I don't miss anything.
0: I don't. Uh, I love don't
1: miss it. a beat. That's yeah.
0: amazing, Don. You got a lot of attention, so McCartney Brolin. This, yeah, has this has is, been fantastic. It's so good. Don, to I love you your answer. energy
1: and I love your charisma. You've got a lot of, and it's no irony that Gainers like business is charisma Inc. And you've got the charisma. Yeah, yeah
2: she's got the she ink. I don't have that. that. Yeah, she's I got don't. the ink. Yeah. She's got that. You thing guys make good
1: stepsisters. That <laughs> would be so cool.
2: Oh, my, oh, I would man. roll over Gator, that poor thing. She, you know, she would.
1: But that's the point. That's the point of sisters. So like, you got to yes. have a straight person and you got to have a fun a Melissa McCarthy and, like, take th- a th- look at her. Oh, man, this is. This you is said Gwyneth right
0: Paltrow, which was a very interesting combo. I don't know if that would work, but I like it. Why not? Why not? Hey, i would funny. love
2: to i would love to be on a show with sandra bullock she i think she's freaking funny yeah. she's... See, there we go
0: now that right. makes Andrew a lot bullock. more sense you
1: think gainer would be i don't know her as well as you do would she be a sandra bullock or would she be what would she what would her part be
2: gainer's pretty laid back and under control so i'm not so like, sure go
1: paltrow or like a uh, katherine heigl or something yeah you know yep. like
2: Gainer's uh, awesome heigl, she, yeah you know without she's her those... go ahead <laughs>
1: What were you going to say? He's just
0: yeah. naming people from like the 90s that haven't, they're like not relevant anymore.
1: <laughs> so who would be the relevant one that you Katherine would say? Catherine Heigl hasn't been like in
0: anything to... since Friends or whatever, that movie, 90. What? She was in Knocked Up? I'm thinking about that. Yeah, Knocked like, Up was I, like I, I... 2001. Okay, oh, such
1: whatever, a good movie. Whatever. Such it was a great movie. though. I love it her. It was great. Yeah. So good. I think she would be really good in it. I don't know. I mean, was, you well, don't know casting. like I well, do. We're not casting. in our
0: other podcasts
2: Castan- and when we and talk, Don's partner in crime. When yeah. we talk next time, I'll tell you all about the movie that I'm going to be in. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, because it been- hasn't been written forward. yet. Is it, or
1: is it already-, already? done.
2: It's already. Well, Dawn, been- Don,
1: share share where people can find you. And well, yes. And, well, yeah. yeah not you know, the movie. You.
2: Yeah, me, yeah, me. So dawnbrolin.com. Just kind of everything about my world is there, and then uh, obviously on Twitter at dawnbrolin. I'm there. LinkedIn, Facebook. I don't post too much on Facebook, honestly which oh, God, can be good or bad. Go I don't there. know. Yeah.
1: I just, uh, you probably shouldn't, but, um, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, if you post on Twitter, you can link up to this, this, uh, podcast. We don't have a oh, Twitter wait, account though. Should we have a Twitter account for yeah, this? If I just have should. my own. Yeah. Well, cause you own know own what? Twitter Here's
2: account. how, this is the way I've positioned myself. I've got the com designated motivator, all that stuff that I want to be able to, to help people forever. Like that's not the central.
1: Just, yeah. that's right, your hub.
2: That's yeah. the hub there, but powerful accounting has its own website is its own thing. And I want that to be totally separate. So it has its own social media and stuff like that, but not oh, you know, cool, really cool, pumping cool. up too much because I get referrals. Oh, who's, from,
1: how can you be everywhere at once? Right? Like, how could you, know, you? but you gotta really, focus. I just,
2: I want like I want the uh, designated motivator community to be able to help people forever. Like that's something that I hope that I can teach other people how to be designated motivators and then they can be the designated motivator and I'll float off into the, into the ocean. I love it. Yotch. Well,
1: that's, yeah, that's the yacht. That's, that's <laughs> the intent of the book, right? So designated yeah. motivator for accountants, maybe a designated motivator for attorneys, a designated motivator for paralegal. No, that's the same thing. Well, <laughs> but, but still, designated motivator for designated college Designated motivator students. for plumbers. Yeah. Moms, for dads, shops. I mean, yeah.
2: sex shops, whatever you want, you know, but it's really just about helping people and helping them find their inner best and that was that was what happened in that 2019 softball season was that these kids were 500 the year before. There was 500 was there, like they were just 50-50. And they were like, well, what's our goal this year? Oh, well, you know, if we could just get over 50%, we get to 60% and I'm like, oh God, no. Okay, this is a technical <laughs> foul. Like, right, I'm gonna throw some of you out of the game right now. Like we we're either going for it or we're not. And they ended up third in the nation. And, and it wasn't because of me. It was because of someone who believed in them And brought out everything good about who they were, and who they are as people, right? You got to go. So I got to go. Anyway, I love
1: this. I don't want to interrupt. That
2: that was that. That's what this book is about. Is about, and that's what we want to do. You're the best people. Well, you guys you're know, way better
0: than us you're no, way better than us you're you're like seven levels above this no, podcast but we appreciate you taking the taking time. the elevator down to visit us
2: dude you guys are freaking <laughs> awesome are you kidding me this was the most fun i think that was even we're, better than Mike.
0: Well, five, 500 sounds <laughs> oh, great shit, we're, no. tra- we're trying oh, yeah. to we're trying to bat 150 we'll take yeah. 150 no, and get no, a home no, run no, every not. once in a while that's fun
2: <laughs> get on base All every right. time every time <laughs>
0: i'm gonna follow you
1: on twitter don i don't i don't follow too many people i don't even have any followers right now but oh, i'll follow, go follow you that's, you that's, that's just
2: here. you're
0: posting ways for two years straight i know Jesus.
2: like unfriend, we're gonna end
0: on that thank you don don thank you guys you've been amazing awesome.